Hey guys, welcome to episode 4 of Chelsea Disgrace. I hope your day is going a little bit better than mine, seeing as I was at work today and I was going pee when all of a sudden the toilet paper holder thing just randomly busted open as if by some sort of dark magic. The roll of toilet paper went rolling across my body and out of the stall, forcing me to resort to drip drying. There never seems to be anyone in the washroom when you actually need a helping hand. It seems to be jam-packed when you need to take a wicked-ass dump, though. Anyway, I'm just going to jump right into today's disgraceful topic, which is dating. Okay, guys. Does dating even exist anymore, or do people just, you know, fuck each other till they decide, you know what, I don't want you banging anyone else. So then they become exclusive and end up going on actual dates, but it doesn't feel like an actual date because you know you're getting late at the end of the night, so like you don't have to work for it or anything. Also, your date consists of going to McDonald's in a sweatpant tuxedo, then maybe going out for a drink after you know, provided neither of you have third-degree indigestion after eating the McDonald's. I mean, that would probably be an ideal start to a relationship for me because dating is a social, anxious person's kryptonite. I mean, it's the bane of our existence. Those with social anxiety are approximately 86,000 times better people online. And that's a true statistic made up by myself. When it comes to real-life dating, there's a lot of sweat, panic attacks, and ugly crying involved, and I honestly wish I could say I was here to give you advice about dating, but seeing as I'm single, not even wanting to mingle, and you know, kind of in love with someone who's now with someone 10 years younger, has a normal amount of nipples, probably has 8 pounds less body hair than I have, and doesn't sweat through three layers when approached by strangers, I'm probably not the best person to be giving advice on how to behave on a date. So instead, I'll just tell you how much I fucking hate it. How just terribly awkward it is for me. So, like I've said many times before, I tend to sweat, like, a lot when I'm nervous. And I get nervous a lot. I'm talking, like, an offensive amount of sweat that makes people slightly to moderately uncomfortable. I'm talking like every pore on my fucking body is ejecting copious amounts of sweat. Places I didn't even know produced sweat were damp enough to cause problems. I was truly worried the back of my knee would get a yeast infection. So, because of this... No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have to stop. I can't move on yet. I feel like I didn't stress enough the level of sweating that actually does occur. Like, guys... I have high cholesterol because my mustache gets overly moist and then drips down into my mouth. Like, beads of sweat roll down my back and collect into a small puddle inside my ass crack. My glasses fog up as if I'm using a hot plate in a hot tub. It's bad, guys. It's a bad situation to be in. Seeing as most first dates take place in a restaurant-type setting... The sweat thing kind of poses a problem for me, seeing as most restaurants have booths or chairs made out of like a fake leathery type material. 
If I wear shorts or a skirt, my legs have sweat puddles on there. And I I mean puddles, like not just a damp outline of my thigh, but an actual collection of liquid on the seat, like a body of water, guys. Also, sudden movements are not an option due to the fart noises caused by the sweat leather friction. I don't know what would be less of an embarrassing explanation, just telling him my legs were sweating to such an extent that me moving around causes fart noises or just straight up being like, dude, I farted. If I opt for wearing pants and I kind of feel claustrophobic, like the sweat acts as an adhesive as it feels like my pants are painted onto my legs and they are now a part of me forever and can never be removed and they are hot like temperature hot, not sexy hot. So if for some reason you wish to take me on a date, please take me to a place that offers seating with absorbent material. If need be, I can provide you with a list ahead of time with a list of dining locations that provide sweat-friendly seating. I once got asked out on a date by a man, a human man, with perfect vision, I know it sounds far-fetched, but nothing I share with you is a lie, my friends. He requested we meet at the mall. And just a side note about this guy. Every time we went out, he wanted to go to the mall, but not the same mall every time, like different malls. And seeing as my city only has about three major malls, I really wasn't sure where the relationship would go after we've hit all these malls up. And I really didn't want to stick around to find out. So the last time we spoke, I was dropping him off at his house. And after an intense mall walking session, he says to me, Chelsea, I really like you. And I said, I really like me too. And I guess I can be an asshole sometimes. But anyway, we decided to meet at the bookstore. And I showed up like a substantial amount of time early just so I could make sure I could relieve myself of any last-minute nervous shits that may or may not strike at any time. And fortunately for me, they did not make an appearance, so I decided to browse some books. I was taking a little gander at the self-help section, you know, looking for books with solutions to sweat problems, when he taps me on the shoulder. He was there 20 minutes early, and I was not prepared for this. So I instantly start sweating from the top of my unibrow to the bottom of my cankles. And he went to give me a hug, but all I could picture was him hearing like a squishing sound when he squeezes me like. And then he has like a moist Chelsea shaped outline on his shirt. And he starts talking to me in about God knows what, probably what he ate for dinner or something else to high up on the I don't give a fuck scale. I honestly couldn't concentrate because I was focused on the fact that I was trapped in my own fucking pants. And all I wanted to do was cut off my clothes with scissors and run outside into the sweet relief of a cold, brisk night. But I feel like that would both leave like a weird impression on him and maybe get me banned from the mall, which would be bad for me. Because the mall has the only cinnamon bun store in the city, guys. I just really wanted to stop sweating for it soaked through my clothes and made me look like I was peeing and lactating at the same time. We went to the nearest coffee shop where I got an ice beverage in order to sort of downsize my sweating to just a light mist, and thankfully, the crisis was averted. Another concern of mine is that we will run out of things to talk about when on the date. 
So I tend to use two methods in order to avoid this situation. One is to make a list on my phone of topics we can discuss. This way, I can easily refer to it if needed. And the other solution is to just drink like lots of alcohol. That way I feel more loose and open. And by loose and open, I'm not referring to my vagina. I'm actually referring to my social skills. So I usually like to have an alcoholic beverage at my house before I go on a date. Uh, When waiting for my date to arrive, my mom usually will join me in a bottle or two of rum while she tells me how wonderful I am and that he's lucky to be spending time with me. However, too much alcohol can be a problem though. I once had a first date where I was so very nervous. I just kept the beers flowing all night and I had to pee like every 10 minutes and for some reason I decided it would be a good idea to bring my date a gift back from the washroom each time I went. I don't know why but I I thought it was funny and by the end of the night he had a couple cotton swabs, a mini hand soap, and an air freshener. Side note about this man, I actually met him through the drive-thru at the place that I work and drive-thru is the best way to meet men guys I mean it's like a speed dating service because you really only have to talk to them for a minute two at the most if there's a spark numbers are exchanged if not have a nice day no harm no foul there's another eligible bachelor waiting right behind him before we went on our first official date I actually went to his birthday party at a local bar so I showed up with a bunch of friends who I strategically placed at the other side of the bar That way, I wasn't obligated to sit with him the entire time in case he, like, really sucked. So, after chatting with him for a bit and meeting his friends, I went back over to home base to tell my friends all about how I didn't sweat through my shirt and he may be the one for me. So, I then get a text from him that says, And I'm pretty sure he was fucking hammered and meant to say, come outside, So I went outside, not only because he told me to, but I had to fart. I walked outside, and I see him down the street peeing on the sidewalk. And guys, it's becoming clear to me that he's husband material here. So I go over to him, and I compliment him on his pee stain and the fact that it kind of looks like a cool dragon. And I think he appreciated that because he asked me to join him on a walk down a dark alley. Seeing as beggars can't be choosers and the fact that I hadn't been touched by a man in a really long time kind of enticed me to follow him and he seemed trustworthy-ish, I guess. So he pulls me in for a kiss and it was probably the worst experience of my life. Um, I'm going to try to explain this kiss the best way I can. You know when you've been working on a puzzle and it's a really fucking hard puzzle and all the pieces look the same, like an ocean or a grassy knoll and you're just so fucking frustrated because you can't find the pieces that fit together so you just start jamming them in the wrong spots. They don't quite fit, but it'll do. whole fucking puzzle is the same color anyway. That's exactly what this kiss felt like then he whispers into my ear do you have a landing strip okay 
For those of you who are unsure what a landing strip is, you probably don't get any of my jokes anyway and shouldn't be listening to this. Um, but just in case, it's a little patch of pubic hair that goes down the middle of your pubic region. So I'm a, a bit taken back by this question, and I figured I could answer this in two ways. What he wants to hear or the truth. So what he would want to hear would be something like, yeah, baby, wanted to send that large aircraft of yours onto it. But the truth was, actually, I have a whole fucking airport down there right now, including security check and all. I mean, it's winter and I haven't had intercourse in so long that I actually plan to throw some colored lights and tinsel down there and hope Santa leaves a set of dick and balls under there for me. But thanks for asking. Actually ended up entering my first and only serious relationship with this man and I cared about him so much that I ended up fashioning a landing strip for him and I went on vacation to Cuba once and I didn't bother to maintain it because he wasn't there with me the only people who saw it that week was just an old couple when I was swimming and a wave knocked my bathing suit bottoms off and when I got home my boyfriend met me at the airport which was so cute but unexpected the first thing I did when I got home was I grabbed a pair of scissors and I had to tend to that beast that was my landing strip. Unfortunately, I was in such a rush, I ended up chopping a fair amount of skin off, so I had to put a wad of Kleenex in my underwear to stop the bleeding, and it sort of looked like I was walking around with a huge dick for the rest of the night. He is no longer attracted to me, and the relationship ended, oddly enough. I don't get it either, guys. So, upon reading several dating advice websites, which, by the way, there's more advice out there than there are ingrown hairs on my box, which is a lot. So, a lot of the sites tell me not to be negative and, you know, just go with the flow, even when the date doesn't start off too well. I once went on a date that sort of ascended in shittiness as the date progressed, but alas, I stayed positive told myself that if I got through this night, I would reward myself with a quarter pounder and or bean burrito, depending on how much diarrhea I was willing to endure the next day. So the date sort of went like this. The plan was to go to the movies. And you know what? Before I go any further with this, I need to vent about movie dates. They are good if you aren't feeling confident in your date's conversation holding abilities. That way, you know, you don't need to talk. And if he does talk to you during a movie, he's definitely not the one because it's really fucking irritating. So also, I have a terrible hearing problem. So I mostly just smile and nod if someone asks me a question during a movie. And I'm sure I probably unknowingly agreed to something horrible like a mid-movie blowjob or a second date or something. So I hate, I hate when a guy puts his hand on my knee at the movies. It's physically and mentally uncomfortable for me. He might as well have taken me to a funeral or a colonoscopy if he's going to just be touching my knee because I'm certainly not going to enjoy myself under these horrendous circumstances. I'm 26 years old going on 87 and my back cramps, my knees lock, my ass falls asleep after two minutes of sitting. I need to constantly adjust myself and I can't do this when my date is violently holding down via my knee. Don't you fucking dare hold my hand either. Instead of paying attention to the movie, I'll be nervously awaiting the moment when my hand starts to sweat marble-sized beads and my date realizes just how disgusting I am. 
Okay. So back to the date. He texts me the day of and asks if I can pick him up for the movie tonight, which is cool. I'm not really old-fashioned when it comes to dating. Um, so I learned that he lives on the other side of town and not even in town, actually, but a town outside of town. So, like, far away. And at first I'm annoyed and then I realize it's probably a good thing because now I'm equipped with a getaway car just in case any of the following should occur. One, his mom comes along to chaperone. Two, I decide that I really like him and I want to do my gorilla walk impression for him, but I ended up splitting my pants in the process. Three, he's a Muslim who's fasting and therefore he doesn't buy any popcorn and I feel like I shouldn't get any popcorn either because that would be rude. And then I realize I can't stand going to the movies without a snack. Four, he has bad breath. Breath is so bad that it hurts my feelings, like actually physical pain. You know that feeling when you feel sorry for yourself or someone dumps you or you see like a sad animal commercial and your heart gets that tickly hurt feeling? Well, what if I get that feeling because his breath is so bad that it makes me that upset? Five, any physical deformity that I don't have the strength to not laugh at. Example, chipped teeth, mullet, rat tail, or woman boobs. So he texts me to ask what movie I want to see, and I recommend the latest romantic comedy, whatever was out at the time, and he flat out tells me no, and informs me we're going to see Captain America. Not a problem with me, I did comic book heroes with chiseled abs, and I can for sure get my rocks off to this. Not that I would at the movie theater, but if the date didn't go well, I could go home with the image of Captain America and use it as lighter fluid for the old barbecue, if you know what I mean. If you don't know what I mean, I'm referring to masturbating, whereas the barbecue would be my vagina. Except it's not that big, I swear, it's like a hibachi or a hot plate or something. So he tells me that there's a change of plans and we will now, or he will now be picking me up with his grandma's car is sweet so it's about 20 minutes before he's expected to arrive at my house and my mom and I are about four or five Ryan Cokes in and I've come up with my conversation starter so I'm in good shape here feeling good so mom and I are on the lookout for him stationed at the front window using our index finger to lift the blind just enough to peek an eye through but not enough so we can see our binoculars and walkie-talkies so then we see him pull up in his grandma's white dodge shadow with a giant bouquet of plastic flowers duct taped to the back antenna and i thought to myself either that's an incredibly romantic way of bringing me flowers on our first date or i'm about to go with a professional clown he went on to explain that his grandma gets kind of confused and often can't find her car in a large parking lot, so the flowers kind of help her to locate it. And I'm thinking, holy shit, grandma's a fucking genius. Why am I not with grandma right now? So two minutes into the car ride, and I need to resort to my conversation starter, and here's how the conversation went. How was your trip to Australia? Good. And that, that was the end. That was the end of the conversation. I waited to see if we would pass by school so he would slow down and I could tuck and roll out of the car, entering the dangers of oncoming traffic but avoiding the excruciating pain of awkward silence. He never slowed down and I figured 
road rash is just the worst, so I decided to stick it out. Uh, we get to the theater, and two things happen. One, he didn't have money when uh, we got there. And also, uh, he got the movie time wrong. So after I graciously offered to buy the tickets, we realized the movie doesn't start for about three hours. Three hours. I need to somehow talk to this guy for three hours. Seeing as the sweet release of death is never around when you need him, he lured me back to his dad's house so we can watch TV before going back to the movies. Naturally, I sit as far away from him as possible, which I don't think he liked because he asked me about 45 times to come cuddle with him, and by his 78th attempt, I just agreed out of sheer annoyance. This was a careless mistake because he literally grabbed my face, turned it towards him, and kissed me. And I reacted as any person would when being kissed by attractive males. I turned away violently and yelled, Ew! As dramatically as I could, pretending to spit all over the floor. And he thought it was adorable, but I was actually being serious, and this really bothered me. So after the movie, which he fell asleep in, guys, he fell asleep. Like, full-out snoring and drooling kind of sleep. He drops me off, and he leans in for another kiss, and seeing as I had rather stuck a fart out of a baboon's ass with a crazy straw, I give him a kiss on the cheek with a big, Mwah! like how someone would kiss a baby or a dog, except with my dog, I sometimes use tongue, not with this guy. This relationship did not progress. I need to express one last dating concern of mine before I leave you guys for today, and that's food choices. When you're used to eating in the comfort of your own bathtub, you aren't used to carefully picking out menu items you can eat without looking like a compost disposal. For me, any of the following menu items are off limits. 1. Sandwiches and or burgers. You take one bite and you have like a horizontal ketchup line going across your face, making you look like the Joker from Batman. It's like... Why so serious? You know what? I'm so serious because I want to be able to eat this fucking hamburger without the entire contents of it falling onto my tits while hunched over like Quasimodo trying to suck up the large piece of lettuce dangling from my mouth, thanks. Spaghetti. The longer the noodle, the higher the risk of embarrassment. Picture this. You're slurping a long-ass spaghetti noodle a little too fast. The end goes smacking you in the face, giving you like a vertical marinara unibrow. Then you choke on the damn thing like you've been driving through a sewage plant in a convertible. Okay, then you have phallic-shaped foods, such as hot dogs, corn on the cob, or like whole cucumbers or something. And you don't want to give away too much information about your dick-sucking abilities or lack thereof. So nowadays, when I'm on a date... I just make loud noises on purpose, as if I'm pretending that I'm super disgusting, when in reality, I actually am that gross. And men end up thinking that it's funny, and you're cute, and so you do it every meal, and then it just gets really weird. Alright guys, so that's all I have for you today about dating. Uh, Please feel free to contact me with any topics you want to hear on the show, or questions, or if you want access to my list of restaurants with sweat-friendly seating, please email me at chelseadisgrace at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at chelseadisgrace. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Chelsea Grace, making you feel better about yourself, one Chelsea Grace problem at a time. Sweat, sweat.